At Gospel Community Church, our mission is to know the Bible, share life with others, and bring hope to our city and the world. You're listening to the Gospel Community Church Sermons Podcast, where we go through books of the Bible, verse by verse and line by line, to hear the truth that God's Word has to encourage, discipline, and bless us in our daily lives. and it is my absolute blessing to be able to open up the sauce to you this morning and pour it all over you, scattered, smothered, covered in the sauce of the Word of God. Never heard that said before. That has made my day. This morning, what we are going to be doing is talking again for the third week in a row about our new membership and covenant renewal. And I don't know about you, but I'm super excited today. I'm stoked that we are coming together, talking about what it means to be the church and as well going through our new membership process so that we can draw people in, more people in to this forever family. Is anyone else excited with me this morning? Yes, that sounds like you might be. Okay. Uh, So last week we continued the covenant membership and renewal process and today uh, this is this last week where we are talking about our core values as well as going over our covenant. Now is, did anyone learn anything new about our church over these past two weeks? Everybody knew everything. Wonderful. So then I I can just sit down now. Everybody's already familiar with everything about the church. That is great. Uh, But what I want to do, I'm sure we've learned new things, even uh, as Kirk has said, uh, for our members who's been here five, ten years, um, just a reminder of what our church values, what we believe wholeheartedly that the Bible says. It's a good refresher for that. Um, as well as for our new members coming in. It's a good way to learn about who we are. So for one last time, I am going to dive into what we've been saying throughout these few weeks of why we are doing this, because the why is very big. The why has caused us to pause in 1 Corinthians and devote this time uh, to our new members class. So uh, why? Uh, The covenant membership and renewal is a formal process where you make or renew your promise to engage in the life of the church, and the elders make or renew their promise to shepherd you. So what does it mean to engage in the life of the church? It means to love, to serve, and to pursue the church and its members. And what does it mean for us, the pastors of this church, to shepherd? It means for us to love and to serve, and to pursue the members of the church. So why are we doing this? We, we have uh, four reasons. One, we have many new faces here, and we want you to have an opportunity to join the church. Uh, these weeks will have let you know uh, what we believe. Today we're going to talk about what we value. We've talked about our vision statement, where we're going. These are important. This is important information for you to know, to consider, and to pray about if you are considering being a member of Gospel Community Church. Number two, the pastors need to know who we are responsible to shepherd. For Kirk and I, this is a big one because we are not called to be responsible for all Christians everywhere. Thank the Lord. Yes, we are called to be responsible for you. 
the members of Gospel Community Church. So our question is, after 10 years, as people have come and some people have gone, who are the members of Gospel Community Church that on that final day, when, when we are standing before God, our Savior, and Kirk and I have to give an account, who are we giving an account for? So as we renew our memberships and as new people come into covenant, we will have an accurate count of who the flock at Gospel Community Church is. Number three, it reminds our members of why they have come into covenant membership with Gospel Community Church. After the year we just had, it's good to be reminded that there's something outside of the struggle that is here in this world right now. It is good to remember that there is a family and a fellowship that we can uh, be with forever and ever that is not divisive, that is going in the same direction, that loves, that serves, and pursues one another in covenant membership. Number four, it gives members an opportunity to speak up and to ask questions they wouldn't ordinarily uh, bring up. So, so if you have a question that you would like to ask Pastor Kirk or myself, if, if you've been thinking about something uh, that you just haven't brought up yet, this is a perfect member for, for, for perfect time for you to pause, to, to request a meeting with us so that before you uh, sign up for your covenant renewal, we can answer the questions that you have. Today, as I said, is the big day today on gospelcc.com right now, there is a covenant renewal and new members survey. That survey is what you are going to go to after service, not while I'm preaching. <laughs> You're going to go there and uh, fill out the survey in one of four ways. Number one, I'm ready to sign up for the, for the covenant renewal, no questions asked. We've got two people that have signed up already. Pastor Kirk has signed up, and we had one that signed up way early uh, last week. And so we're super excited for our uh, member renewal. Pastor Kirk, thank you for renewing your membership to this church. Number two, I am new, and I would like to become a member. When you complete the online survey, Nicole Jones, who has been so great and so gracious to do a lot of the behind-the-scenes legwork in getting this survey up and running on our church, she will also be, a church website, she will also be contacting you to schedule a meeting for Pastor Kirk and myself. This is a great time for you as new members to make sure uh, that you have all the questions that you have for us answered, that we can have a conversation about what it means to come into covenant with our church, and that way we get to know you on a personal level. Number three, I want to remain in covenant, but I have some questions or concerns. Again, this will be a great time for you as you are renewing your covenant to ask the questions that have been burning. Maybe we're doing something that we need to quit doing. Maybe we're not doing something that we need to start doing. This will be a great time for you to bring that to our attention. And last, I no longer want to be in com uh, covenant community with Gospel Community Church. If this is you, if this is you, if you are desiring to break covenant with our church, and, and let me say this, there is God-glorifying reasons to leave a church. 
we, we want to talk with you. We want to be ascending church. Are you being called away? Are you being called away for the purposes of the Lord to another city or another state or another country? We want to send you and send our blessing with you. Or, or if it's a hurt or a hang-up or an unresolved issue, we want to hear from you. We want to talk with you. And we want to know your concerns. So what do we want to accomplish? What are we accomplishing by taking these three weeks to go through this process? It's this right here. On the other side of our covenant member renewal process, we hope to be more unified under the banner of Jesus Christ and therefore a healthier church that will bring more glory to God. Now, last week, Pastor Kirk dove deep into theology, right? We took a deep dive into our statement of faith um, as these are issues that Gospel Community Church holds in a closed hand. These are beliefs informed by Scripture that we do not debate. A robust statement of faith is vital to a church because clearly defined doctrine in a church promotes corporate maturity and unity in Christ. And by becoming, coming into covenant membership with us, you are aligning yourself with these doctrinal statements. Because don't you see? Theology matters. What you believe about God determines how you live. This week we are going to dive into just that. What, what you, uh, or our theology determines our methodology. In other words, what we believe about God determines how we order the church, how we get ministry done, and how we live our lives as sinners saved by grace. We call these our core values, and today we want to go through them as a way to demonstrate how our statement of faith plays out in the life of Gospel Community Church. So please, if you have it in your laps, if you have it in a seat back in front of you, uh, please pull out that uh, membership packet so that you can see it. It will come up on the screen um, if you don't have one. But we want to go through today our core values first. <clears throat> our first core value is we value gospel-centered Bible teaching. We base all that we are and all that we do on the truth of Scripture. We are committed to teaching through books of the Bible, verse by verse, learning the truth of God's Word and applying it in every area of our life. Without the transformative power of the gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ saves sinners through his substitutionary work on the cross in our place for our sins, we have no hope in life or death. Christ died that we may have hope. Moreover, he died uh, that the hope that we have would be founded upon the rock of Jesus Christ instead of the sinking sand of our fleeting victories. Therefore, we believe this good news must be proclaimed every week in our church. It must be traded back and forth between the members of our church as they seek to love and to serve and to pursue one another. And it must be on our lips as we turn outward into this dying world. 90% of our time throughout the calendar year on Sunday mornings, we will be scouring the Word of God book by book, verse by verse, line by line. 
most likely you will not find a Sunday morning where there is a topic spoken about without the Bible being opened and the Word of God exposited. Number two, we value gospel-centered families. Marriage is a picture of Jesus Christ and his church. For this reason, we strive to develop healthy marriages in our church. In addition, we equip parents as they train their children in the ways of the Lord. God has blessed us with entire families that serve Jesus, and we want to see that all the more. Marital success does not come naturally. I thought I'd get an amen. Naturally, two sinners who live together are going to love, serve, and pursue one's own self. It is unnatural to sacrifice, to defer, or to die to one's own desires. Yet through the gospel, Jesus gives us a picture of love, of service, and pursuit that we can apply to our marriages that allows us to be unnatural. At Gospel Community Church, we employ counseling, coaching, training days, and scripture to point couples to the transformative power of the gospel. And we have seen marriages healed by that power. Amen? As well, we want to be creating a legacy for our children and their children. A legacy of belief in Christ as their Savior and hope in the gospel. We do this by using training days. We use this by using Torch, which is our family ministries group that we are developing as well as gospel kids. This is our opportunity as Christians and as a church to plant seeds in our lives and those coming behind us that will yield fruit for the kingdom of Christ for generations to come. We value gospel-centered community. We share a common unity in Jesus Christ that frees us to live as a loving community, a forever family. We gather for meals to celebrate to mourn, and to share burdens. We strive together to fulfill the one another commands found in Scripture. As Scripture lays out, we are not meant to walk the Christian life alone. Acts 2, chapter 2 and other places outline for us what we would consider normal rhythms for Christian life or the life of the believer engaged with their forever family. Practicing the one another's together inside and outside of these walls over the past 10 years has knit us together with solid bonds of brotherhood and sisterhood. I would say that our community, our forever family here at Gospel Community Church is a great asset to our church and to the members herein. I encourage you as you can because of the virus and because of all the social distancing that we were doing right now to continue to reach out to one another, to love and to serve and to pursue one another, to eat meals together, to share with and support one another. We are one body, and in order to be a faithful church, we must not be divided or divisive, as 1 Corinthians says, but supportive, encouraging, and lights of the gospel. Last, we value gospel-centered transparency. We are a church where we know others and we are known by them. 
We are honest with each other about what is really going on in our lives. And we are a church where it's okay to not be okay. And we strive all the more to be conformed to the image of Christ. We are not united in our sin. We are united in Christ. Yet, we are all well acquainted with our sins and our personal propensities to sin. We are aware that we are often not okay and life is hard sometimes. We are not a community that values hiding or back row Christians, the ones that sit in the back row and leave during the last song so they don't have to talk to anyone or let anyone into their lives. On the contrary, we value you, where you are as a Christian, and who you are as a person. The easiest way to know and to be known in this church is through community groups, which Charles just talked about are starting back in February, and we're so excited about this because it is the lifeblood of our church. It's the best way to know and to be known here, and I would encourage 100% encourage everyone to attend, to sign up. We've got information in the back in the, in the uh, entry area, as well as you can talk to Charles Bird about how to become a part of community groups. Also, we have pastoral counseling and pastoral coaching. Counseling is a way for people who have fallen and need to get back up and be able to walk again. Coaching, we would say, is a way for people who are walking to learn how to run. At Gospel Community Church, you are welcome to take off your mask, not this mask, but the mask that we all wear that says, I'm okay, you're okay. We welcome you to take off your mask and be seen. Listen to this. Don't let Satan convince you that you are the only one and that nobody would understand or accept you. If you have any questions about counseling, about coaching, or you just want to talk to someone today, please find me or Pastor Kirk after service. We would love to talk with you and help you in your time of need. Well, we did it. We, we did it. We, we've gotten through our membership uh, uh, packet. We've gotten through our statement of faith, our vision, all about Gospel Community Church, and now through our core values. Today, not only did we want to run through our core values, but we are going to talk about our membership covenant. That's the part of the packet that you will be signing if you are renewing your covenant, as well as if you want to enter into a covenant relationship for the first time with Gospel Community Church. Today is the day. Today is the day. Simply stated, a covenant is a chosen relationship or partnership in which two parties make binding promises to each other to work together to reach a common goal. In a covenant, both sides uphold their promise despite the performance of the other side. This differs from a contract. Because in a contract, you can back out if the other party does not uphold their side of the bargain. At Gospel Community Church, we want to be a church that loves that serves, and that pursues its members not based on how much you give, not based on how many children you have, not based on your political leanings, or if you need help or guidance or whether you need in pursuing in love. 
And we want you to be a church member who serves the church even when it's inconvenient, who gives to the church even when it's tough, and who pursues the church and its members even if you've had your toes stepped on. This is because we are a covenant people. And God is a covenant God. And He's brought us into fellowship with one another. We are serving as children of God in this local body, in covenant with our King and our Maker. To prove this to you, let's turn in the sauce this morning. As we go to Jeremiah 31, I want to prove to you that God is a covenant God, and I want to prove to you that we are a covenant people. Jeremiah 31, 31 says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. This is written by the Old Testament prophet Jeremiah, and he is speaking the very words of God through this, this verse. God is unfolding his redemptive plan for his covenant people through his prophet. This was a plan to draw his children out of darkness and into the light. And this was a very dark time in the period of Israel. This was the time of the divided kingdom. That, that time in Jewish history after King Saul was succeeded by King David, who was succeeded by Solomon. After Solomon, the kingdom divided into Judah and Israel. Now, Jeremiah had served under three kings, three very bad and, and evil kings, which led then to the Babylonian exile. Babylon came into a weakened and divided country and overtook them and drew their people out and took them as slaves into Babylon. This was clearly a dark time in Jewish history. It's similar to our country and the political upheaval and discord that we are experiencing today. So just imagine a possible few steps into the future as our divided country were invaded by a foreign invader and we were ripped from our homes and we are taken into slavery in another land, what hope would we have then? We would be hopeless. We would be hopeless just like the Jewish people. But God. But God, through the lips of His prophet, says, I will give you hope. He says, there is a day coming when the two shall be one where those who have bitterly opposed one another through political rivalry can be unified together by something bigger than themselves, and redemption is coming that will far outlast their kingdom. Isn't that what we need today in this country? We must have something outside of our fallen system that unifies, that lifts us up and gives us hope, hope, much like the Jewish nation. What God was foretelling was that he would give a hope that was the new covenant. Now, this wasn't new because it was the first covenant. The Jewish people knew that they were a covenant people and knew that God was a covenant-making God. They also knew that their sin as a nation and individually had broken the covenants that God had made, thus chronically needing 
to be cleansed and forgiven through the sacrificial system. You see, the old system was broken. The old ways have led to bankruptcy for this nation, and they needed something new, but instead of starting with something new, God reminded them of what was old. He said in verse 32, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them from the hand or by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. The covenant that God made with Moses on the Mount Sinai followed his rescue of the Israelites out of the hands of the Egyptians. God's promises that they would be his treasured possession and given the promised land. And in return, they would obey his laws and his commandments that he would give. The Mosaic covenant was made upon the rescue of God's children. He drew them out of slavery and bondage and brought them into the wilderness. They were free to worship their God, free to serve Him, and free to pursue Him. Yet their hearts were still seeking the desires of their mind and their flesh. Their sin and turning from God broke their end of the covenant. But God gave a way for His people to return to that covenant, which was the sacrificial system. There were ways to atone for the sins of the people. The sacrificial would for years and years and years be the way that the Jewish nation could return in right standing with God. Yet God remained faithful. Yes, there was punishment and yes, there were consequences for their sin, but God still served and he still loved and he still pursued them because we have a covenant God. Imagine the pain that's felt by our rejection, like that of a husband, a rejected husband. God is not apathetic to our sin, unfeeling or uncaring. He feels the shame and feels the sting of our turning away from Him. We do not sin in a vacuum where there is no effect on ourselves or others. We sin against a perfect God who is a perfect groom. And we are a sinful people who are a rebellious spouse. Yet unlike us, God is faithful to pursue. And he laid out, as he laid out in the book of Hosea, as Hosea's wife was unfaithful to him and she continually ran back into slavery, Hosea followed her. He pursued her and he purchased her back from that slavery. And God purchases us out of our slavery of sin, yet not with silver and gold like Hosea, but with the blood of the new covenant, the blood of Jesus Christ, a better covenant. Verse 33 says this, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, declares the Lord, I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. No longer is the law written on stone and placed in the temple. Under the new covenant, God would write his law on our hearts. This would give us the power to be his people and not break his covenant and obey his law. You see, never before had God given to all believers the Holy Spirit. And it is the Holy Spirit that empowers our obedience. And it is Jesus Christ who assures us that we will remain God's people forever. This is because Jesus is the better Adam. 
for he perfectly was obedient to the law of God. And Jesus was the better Noah, providing protection from the wrath of God for those who were within him. Jesus is the better Abraham, providing a sacrifice that is holy and completely better and more atoning than for the sins of God's children never to be repeated. Jesus is the better Noah, rescuing his people from slavery of sin and writing the law on their hearts and delivering them from the promised or to the promised land. Jesus is the better priest, being able to cleanse and continually intercede on behalf of God the Father. Jesus is the better bridegroom, presenting us spotless and without wrinkle before the King. And he will be our God and we will be his people forever. Remarkably, As well, this new covenant opens the door to the Gentile world, which we in this room would identify. We are not Jewish of origin, but we are counted as offspring of Abraham, children of the promise because of the new covenant. And God is drawing people from across the world, from every tribe and every tongue. That's because the new covenant globally unites the children of God under the banner of Christ. And God's purpose has always been to gather, to unite, and to sanctify His children. And to do so, He gave the church. So as we turn to our gospel community, church covenant today, we understand that our God is a covenanting God who works in the covenant era to gather, to unite, and to sanctify his children through his bride, the church. This is why we hold church membership in such high esteem because we want to be faithful in the ministry that God has called us to. We want to covenant with you as the church and you to covenant with us so that we may be unified in mission and united under the banner of Christ as one body. So now, if you will, let us turn back to that covenant. This will be the covenant that you will be signing. It will be on the screen as well if you don't have it in front of you. It says, what is a covenant? A covenant is not a contract. A covenant is a promise by which we obligate ourselves to one another out of love. This is the biblical understanding. The gospel community church membership covenant includes a vision statement, state, statement of faith, core values, and the obligations of gospel community church to its members and the obligation of its members to gospel community church. And it is first and foremost a promise to God as a commitment to his glory and to his bride, the church. Again, we are a covenant people. And we are gathered under the new covenant, gathered together by a covenanting God. And this promise that we are making to his bride is ultimately to Christ, to care for his bride and care for one another in this local congregation. The vision statement. I am in full agreement with the vision statement of Gospel Community Church, and I am willing to fight to see this vision become a reality. If you are promising to love, to serve, and to pursue the church, you must know where it's going. Our vision statement is our path forward that we are taking as we, uh, as we seek to be an obedient church. Here it is at Gospel Community Church. We want to know the Bible, to share life with others, and bring hope to the surrounding counties in the world. At, and our current vision initiative is the 
what is driving us today is that we will seek to be a multicultural and a multi-generational church that puts the gospel on display. This is who we are and where we are going, and we want our members to fight with us as we shine the light of hope into this dying and dark world. Our statement of faith. Number one, I am a Christian saved by grace. I believe that the substitutionary life and death of Jesus Christ has saved me from the wrath of God. Due to this, I now live for Him. Number two, in obedience to Scripture, I have been baptized by full submersion to personally identify with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In addition, I acknowledge that I was baptized after having become a believer. And last, I am in full agreement with what is written in in the statement of faith and will, to the best of my ability, follow and defend these doctrinal statements. In addition, I will not be divisive over secondary issues. First, we want to ensure to the best of our ability that the members of Gospel Community Church are, are Christians. That doesn't mean that only Christians can come to Gospel Community Church. On the contrary, we invite all to attend and to hear the preached word. However, to be, a membership, or be in membership requires that you must be a Christian. Second, we want that all of our members to follow in obedience in believer's baptism. So let me pause right there. If this is you saying, I'm a Christian, yet I haven't been baptized, that is a conversation that we want to have with you. We want to have that with you because we offer baptism. Generally, it is on Easter Sunday. What a great day to celebrate the Lord's death, burial, and resurrection as we duplicate it through the sacrament of baptism and show what Christ has done for us. So if you are a Christian desiring to be a member and haven't been baptized, please still talk to us. We want to schedule that uh, for you when it is safe. In addition, we all want to be on the same page theologically. Why is this important? As we discussed earlier, it's important because our theology influences our methodology, how we get things done. We have been asked before, what if... This is new to us. What if we, we've never heard some of these things before? We want to become a member, but we don't know if right this second we can sign our name on, I believe 100% every word of what's been written. I would say sign up to be a new member and allow us to have that conversation with you. That's part of what that new membership interview is. When I joined Gospel Community Church, Reformed Theology was new to me. I hadn't heard it before, and it has been an absolute blessing to my life and my, my family's life as we have dove into the sovereignty of the Lord and the blessings that flow from it. So if you have questions about that, please talk with Pastor Kirk or myself uh, as well. But the main thing that we want to get from that as well is we don't want to be a divided or divisive church which is why we want to be of the same mind in our statement of faith. Next, core values. I am in full agreement with the core values of Gospel Community Church, and I hold them as my personal values. I am willing to follow these core values and defend them to the best of my ability. We want the gospel of Jesus Christ at the center of all that we do. 
with our preaching, with our marriages, with our community, and with our transparency. The gospel is what we value, and we want our membership to ascribe to that and to live our lives to the best of our ability, empowered by the Holy Spirit, to the glory of God through the gospel of Jesus Christ. So so here comes the covenanting part. Uh, First, I'm going to read the obligations of Gospel Community Church to its members. That's what we as a church are promising to you. Number one, we covenant that the elders and deacons will meet the criteria ascribed or assigned to us in Scripture. We have multiple uh, uh, books right here, 1 Timothy, Titus, and 1 Peter that lays out uh, the qualifications of elder. Uh, and deacon, and we want to be a church that holds the leadership, and we want you to hold the leadership accountable to living our lives above reproach and and fully qualified to lead lead this church. We covenant to seek God, God's will for our church as we study scripture and listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Listen to this. We are not a CEO model church. There is a board of elders who are under Christ. Christ Jesus is our lead pastor, and he leads and dictates what we believe and where we are going in this church. We seek to scour the scriptures and his leading for the leading of this church. We covenant to care for you and to seek your growth as disciples of Jesus, in part by equipping you for the service and praying for you. A major role of the church is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. When we're up here preaching the gospel, we're preaching it for your salvation, for your your sanctification, as well as for you to be a reconciler in all areas of your life. We are equipping you and praying over you that we may be a light into this world, a hope into this world. And so we covenant to lead you in that way. We covenant to uh, provide, provide teaching and counsel that is steeped in the Bible. Again, going to 1 Timothy, we want to make sure that we are scouring the Word of God and preaching exegetically through it, basically taking the meaning that Scripture has for you and applying it to your life each week. We covenant to be on guard against false teachers. Amen? I've been there. Some of you in this room right now have been there when a false teacher has come into this church and they come in loud and roaring like a lion, wishing to devour the people through the twisting of the word of God. I've been there when we've rebuked them. I've been there when we've told them never to come back. I've been there when they have have promised tornadoes on Kirk's house and we rebuke them to their face. That actually happened. May may Gospel Community Church continue to be protected by its leaders and protected by the Holy Spirit against the winds of false doctrine. We covenant to exercise church discipline when necessary. Again, we would follow um, Matthew chapter 18 as we walk through uh, church discipline. Again, church discipline is formative, meaning this is church discipline as we are teaching ahead of time um, and also corrective as we uh, encounter a church member in sin. We are going to come to them, ask them to repent, come to them with multiple brothers, asking them to repent, come to them as the church, asking them to repent, seeking and pursuing them in love and with the word of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ, asking them to turn from their sinful ways. 
And, and, and then if all else fails and at the end of that road, after pursuing and seeking and loving, they don't turn, we ask them in accordance with Scripture to, to leave this church in love that, that they would be reconciled to God and reconciled to us. Last, well, that was last. <clears throat> These are the promises we make to you as members. The role of the church is to love and to pursue and to serve its members. Now, the obligation of the members of Gospel Community Church, this would be your promise to us. I covenant to submit to the authority of Scripture as the final arbiter on all issues. Again, we hold the Scripture as inerrant and above all. And so we want you in your personal lives to read the Scriptures, to submit yourself and your will and your desires up under it. A covenant to passionately pursue unity with Gospel Community Church by submitting to church leadership and laying my life down for my brothers. Kirk and I and the leadership team of this church are not perfect. We, we have our own failings. We have our own sin. Yet, if we are operating under the pastorship of Christ through the influence of the Holy Spirit and to the best of our abilities, leading this church in a way that is God-glorifying, we're asking you as well not to be divisive, not to be wayward, but to come under and sub submit to the leadership of this church and lay down your life for its members, your forever family. Next, I will maintain a close relationship with Jesus through Bible reading, prayer, and the practice of regular spiritual disciplines. That is called being a Christian. We would ask that you would be a Christian and walk out uh, the spiritual disciplines that it, it, it calls us to. I covenant by God's grace to pursue holiness as an act of worship of Jesus. I will practice chastity before marriage and fidelity in marriage. I will abstain from sexual sins such as pornography and fornication. I will refrain from illegal drug use, drunkenness, and other sinful behavior. Listen to me. If you are caught in the trap right now in the bondage of sexual slavery or addictive slavery, please don't suffer alone. May today be the last day which the bondage holds you and may today through the power of the gospel it be broken. Please do not leave this room today in bondage and in slavery. May you please talk to Kirk or myself that, that, that we can begin to help you on your journey of recovery. We, we understand that we are a sinful people, yet we are called in, in covenant uh, to one another and in gospel transparency to take off the mask, to, to confess to a brother or sister that, that we are in sin and that we need help. And we as a church are there for you. Should I sin in this manner, I agree to confess my sin to a brother or sister and seek help to put it to death. That's what I just said. Do, do not suffer alone. Do not suffer in silence. Do not suffer under the false belief that you can undo the chains. It's only through Christ, and Christ has given his church, and his church is here to love you and to serve you and pursue you in your struggle. I covenant to walk in steady state community. 
meaning I will regularly attend Sunday gatherings, community groups, and other church-wide events. In addition, I will sacrifice my time, talent, and treasure for the sake of other church members. A, a forever family, a church family, it, it's hard to be a family if you're not coming to the family functions. If you repeatedly miss family dinner, if you repeatedly miss the gatherings at Christmas or, or, or weekend get-togethers, you're not acting as part of the family, and it's hard to know you, to love you, to serve you, and pursue you if you are not here. If you are not actively participating in the life of the church, you are only weakening and hurting yourself. I covenant to steward my resources for the glory of God through regular financial giving. We are called as a covenant people to give. The, the, the Bible is clear. We believe the Old Testament lays out the 10% and, and, and Jesus affirms that as he is talking to the Pharisees in the New Testament. We are calling our members in covenant community to give a tithe, which means 10%. Um, then we also at times ask you to give above and beyond the tithe as the church or as, as the Holy Spirit leads you. Why do we do this? Well, because one, we are stewarding what God has already given us. Two, because it goes to the expansion of the gospel, both here at Fayetteville, the surrounding counties, and throughout the world. As we give to Acts 29, as we give to local charities, as we give to other church plants, helping them to spread the light and the hope of Jesus Christ. We ask you to be faithful in the tithe. Last, I covenant to be on mission by seeking total gospel transformation in everything within our reach. Basically, if you are ascribing to our core values, that's what that's talking about. Gospel-centered teaching leads to gospel-centered marriages and leads to gospel-centered community and leads to gospel-centered transparency. We are so absorbed with the gospel that we have our gospel eyes and our gospel ears on everywhere we go, whether it be parenting our children, where it be in a group of friends, whether it be at work. We are shining that light and being a, 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 a reconciled reconciler everywhere we go. These are the promises that you are making to Gospel Community Church, the role of the church member is to love, serve, and pursue the church and its members. So as we close today, I want to pray with you and for you that the Lord would lead you in the decision that you are making. And then Pastor Kirk will lead us in our response. He'll come on the stage and talk to you about how to go to the website, what to fill out, and, and how we will proceed from there having our meetings. May I say this, that Gospel Community Church has been the vehicle of growth in my personal life and the life of my family. As the church has loved me and served me and pursued me and my family for the past 10 years. And, and I know many of you in here feel the same way. The Lord has blessed us, and may he continue to for the next 10 years and beyond. Let's pray. Father God, first, I lift up your name and praise you for who you are and what you have done in the life of this church. I praise you for the people that you have drawn together, a motley crew of pasts and present hurts. 
yet we are united in your gospel and your healing truth as members of this church. Father, I pray for those considering new membership, Lord, that you would be leading them, that you would be leading them into covenant membership with this church, uh, that, that, that this would be a blessing to their families as it has been to mine. And for those renewing their covenant, may this be a spark for a flame that rages for passion for your kingdom and your kingdom expansion here in Fayetteville and beyond. We love you and we thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share the contents of this podcast, but please do not alter it in any way without permission. Please like, follow, and subscribe to us on Facebook or iTunes. Visit gospelcc.com for more content like this. At Gospel Community Church, our mission is to know the Bible, share life with others, and bring hope to our city and the world. Thanks again and have a blessed day.